ultimate, ultimate life skill is the ability to change the perception and the perspective of everything and anything. That's the ultimate life skill. We all long for change in some area of our lives, and one element to making those changes is developing a relationship with change itself. We have relationships with people and things that we design and develop. Why not consider building a relationship with change? Rick Tamlin, best-selling author of Play Your Bigger Game, shares his insights on how we all can design that relationship with change as it definitely opens the door for changes to occur. Wouldn't we all like to create change in our lives? These compelling and extraordinary conversations can help you make better life choices. I'm Terry Yaffe, executive career and business coach and founder of Try Coaching. Welcome, Rick. How are you, my friend? It's been a long time. I know, right? Yes, it's an honor to be here with you because, uh, Terry, you know, we are, we feel like sort of dinosaurs in the coaching <laughs> leadership space, right? <laughs> Speak for yourself. I know, right? Sorry, that no, was me. That no, was no, me. no, no, I'm joking. Know, right? I'm joking. I know. But we go back a long time. We do. It's a pleasure to be with yes, you. Yes, thank you. So, Rick, Tell us a little bit about how you got to where you are today. You've done so many amazing things. Well, thank you. Okay, I'll, I'll make it really brief, you know, that rather than the long story. So I, I come out of the entertainment industry in New York City in early 90s, and I was given a coach, right? And the coach's job was to help me sort of dare I say, be my better self, most expressive self. So when I auditioned, they would want to hire me. So that's how it started. Then that coaching concept sort of grabbed hold for life, okay? Like a life coach. And I happened to be on the ground floor of a workshop founded by the, the Coaches Training Institute founders, Laura, Karen, and Henry. And I was in that workshop and it was game-changing. It was just, it was a conversation and an experience that blew my mind. And I had the fortunate desire in that, or, or a gift of, they asked me, okay, first of all, we're going to do another workshop and fast forward, will you become a leader of these workshops, because all of a sudden they were taking off. That put me in front of thousands of people. Then I got a Hay House book off, uh, offer, wrote a book, you know, in the personal and leadership development space. And so here I am, trainer, speaker, author, coach, helping, you know, we're in the same, you know, helping people realize they are in charge of their life and they are in charge of the changes they wish to make. Perfect. Yep. And I, I love it. And, you know, the changes they want to make. Right. And it's about, you know, this is about creating change and creating change is wonderful. And we all want to, well, right. we all think about it yes. and want to reach it, but many people don't. So today's conversation is going to be about how do you design, develop your relationship with change? Big topic, 
Yeah, well, th- thank you for that sort of setup on the concept, because when you and I are chatting about doing this call, there's changes we want to make, right? The changes, personally, professionally, economically, physically, you know, sexually. I mean, everybody's in the change game, right? And what I found fascinating and still find fascinating, and you and I chatted about it, is what is our relationship with change, the entity, the topic? There, the change is. But let's have a brief thought, and I want to offer some wisdom about our relationship with change actually impacts the level of commitment to the changes we make. I would venture to say most people don't look at change, a relationship with change. You know, you will have relationship with people. You'll have relationship with things, and you design and you develop these relationships, yet I don't believe anyone ever thought, how could I build a relationship with change as an entity? As an entity. And just to underline that concept about our relationship, we are, you know, Terry, you and I are in the life coaching human development space. We all have the ability to design a relationship with everything and anything. What is your relationship with fear? What is your relationship with the future? What is your relationship with the past? So relationship is the key topic here today. We're we're talking about change as the entity today, but we can have a healthy relationship with change or we can have a neurotic relationship with change. And by the way, most of that comes from our history, our families, our organizations, our schooling, our teaching. You know, the the voices that were in front of us as little kids, usually zero to 10 is when it gets developed, right? It's from a psychological context, you know, don't risk, don't change anything, right? It'll all melt down. And so the question and the the personal choice is, huh, to, to your point, what is my relationship with change? And that's a fascinating question, you know, and those of you that are listening, it's like, I just invite you to right now, maybe as you're listening to this, maybe even push pause or finish this Zoom call or this training and do a little journaling. What is my relationship with change? I think there's several sides to a coin. One is change and they jump on it, right? Because they're not afraid. And then there's the flip side of, oh, give me my blankie, my milk and cookies and I'm going to not change at all. Everything is fine the way it is. And if it's not fine, eh, so what? And they don't really give themselves the opportunity to make changes. And of course, coaching is about working with people to help them develop a way to make the changes and to see that it's not as scary as they think it is. Yeah. Well, of course, we get attached to the outcome of the change we want to make must work. You know, if it doesn't work, oh my God, what's going to happen? I mean, think about investing or think about buying a house, right? Oh my God, what if it, right? What if, what if, what if? But the thing that came to mind as you were talking is the, you know, in the coaching space, like how, how amazing are we, are we, how do we want to say this? Is it, this is for all of you listening, is it okay to want an amazingly rich, dynamic, fulfilling life? Like, I don't think we let ourselves want that. Like, it's a, it's a whole nother level of like, how good are you willing to have it be? 
and how many people actually see it or believe right. that they actually can have it. So the dialogue might be, well, I'm never going to have that. So why am I even going to go after it? And they make up these, you know, beliefs or other things that yeah, the inner dialogue, right, right? Right, exactly. Right. So the first question to sort of consider in this change relationship game is again, what is my relationship with it? And then the second question is, what's the relationship I want to have with change? You know, and that's like the quality of the relationship. Think think about that with a with a partner, a husband, or a wife, or a daughter. Is to go. What's the relationship I want to have with this person? You know, to your point, we don't really do that. We just go, oh, this is the way the relationship is. I wish they were different. You know, if they were different, then I'd like them better, and all that voting that we do with each other. You know, if they were different, then I would be right. And you do the exact same thing with change. And this is going to sound a little odd, everybody, but actually have a conversation with change and ask it. And this is a little, this is going to be outside the box. Imagine you have a piece of paper and you, you know, you write the word change on it. I'm just, right. You have this word change, right. And you tape it to a wall or somewhere in your house, right. And you talk to it and go change. I want a better relationship with you. Let's talk. I know you guys are thinking, oh my God, this is sort of crazy, but it's fascinating when you let change, your intuition will get involved. There'll be this interesting little informational comeback. It's like, is that change talking to me? Or is that me talking to me? doesn't really matter. You're giving change energy and you're bringing it alive and you have a dialogue with it. I love that. You know, oh my God, have a, ha- put have a dialogue, change up have a dialogue and see what comes up because my hunch is, you know, emotions are going to come up and people are going to say, I don't want to have anything to do with change. Uh, I'm walking away or, oh yeah, I want to change A, B, C, and D. Now, how do I open the space to create and have change come into that space? Yeah. Because my hypothesis here, and I've kind of done this with clients and I've even done this for corporate rooms is, yeah, a little sidebar moment. I remember in a corporate training, I was training sort of leadership development stuff and they were all stuck and then they're twisted and a lot of voting and judging in the room. And I, and I said, you know, I just want to be the voice of something for all of you here. You guys have a really bad relationship with change. You just don't have one. You keep talking about changes, but it all gets stuck and stopped. And they were like, to, to exactly your point, Terry, they were like, oh my God, we never even thought about that. And I said, great, we're going to have an exercise around your relationship with change. And then they talked to each other and it was this, the whole sort of vibration conversation, the, the fascination with change. Then they went away going, we need to keep talking about change, the entity, not the changes we want to make. You see, one follows the other, right? Yeah. There's change and our relationship, and then there's the outcome. Yeah, the change is. The change is, but we're talking more about the relationship with change rather than the outcome. Yeah, and you know, in a simplistic way, you're headed for a healthier version, right? The adult in me goes, I love change because I get bored. I, I need variety. 
So I'm going to make changes with my business. I'm going to make changes with my body because then right next door to that conversation is commitment to the relationship that I designed with you change. And now I'm committed to that relationship being that way because without commitment to that relationship, think about our relationships in life. We stand in front of a church and a, you know, whatever we make commitment, there's the commitment to the relationship. So without commitment to that relationship, it's just a sort of silly dialogue. How do people start to do that? So we talked about the relationship with change. How do we kind of break it down? Well, first of all, this exercise, I do, I, I'm a fan of it. It's like that's the, like, go, go, you know, be fascinated with, to your point, Terry, you said it brilliantly, the emotions that'll come up and you, it'll be awkward to be like, you know, it's sort of like I've never had a conversation with change. <laughs> so sort of be fascinated with it. But here's how I think it works, because I've tried this and I've helped my clients. As you talk about the relationship you want with change, the changes you want to make start to come into focus. I'll give you an example, you know, sort of a real pragmatic physical example. So during COVID, right, was shut down, right, oh my God. And I, like millions of other humans on the planet, headed towards, you know, don't go outside, don't do anything. And I overate. I gained probably 25 pounds, right? The COVID, they called it the COVID-19. Remember that sort of, right? And I had this moment of not okay with me. Like, like that, that's just a drift. I was anxious. We were nervous. My business life changed. I mean, it all like, right. It was a, so the choice was, and back to the relationship with change is, and this is literally what I did. I, I went for a walk one morning and I, and I said, okay, change. I need to get back into relationship with you. I've left you. <laughs> I've abandoned you. <laughs> and the change I want to make is I want to be in a healthier body and I want more energy back. The motivation, by the way, was energy not to lose weight. So the, the pragmatic, you know, the situation on that one is get back into relationship with change. Hi, I've missed you. I'm back. I'm committed. I love you. I love change. And by the way, the change to 25 pounds was not a choice. It was a drift, right? That wasn't a conscious choice. That was just a change that happened to me. So the other thing about change is, are you choosing it? This is very obvious in the coaching space. Are you choosing it or is it sort of happening to you? Because that's a little sidebar related to that. You know, change either we make the changes from an empowered space or many times they happen to us, right? That's the circumstances. Like we have a health issue come up. COVID came along, the world economic change, like the winds of economics change. Like that's the, and I think there's a dance between the two of them. It's like everything else in life is a dance. Your relationship with your partners, a dance, your relationship with your friends, your relationship with your job, right? It's a dance. And I don't think people consciously Correct. think about a relationship with change is also a dance. You know, it's it's very freeing in a way. During COVID, I live in New York City. It was empty, empty. Nobody here, no cars. Yeah. Bizarre, right? It was like apocalypse. Every day, mm. my gym was closed. I went for a walk every single day. Mm-hmm. 
and I got to think and I got to be and I got to walk either east or west or wherever, but I did it. Maybe I didn't want to do it, but that was a shift, right, in how I viewed COVID. Yes, correct. Unfortunately, I didn't get COVID till last October, but I chose to put it in its place and not to be consumed by it. We all make a choice and the choice can be, I think, to really like you develop your other relationships, put a sign on the wall, say change. What's my relationship with change and see what comes out of it and see how the relationship manifests, if you will. Exactly. I, you're brilliantly saying it. It's my, my most favorite theory. Our relationship with everything designs everything, right? My relationship with everything designs everything. And I, You know, as coaches, of course, I've been in analysis and therapy for a million years. So, Me too. but most people, they don't look at, they don't shift their perspective to look at the relationship with. Correct. Fill in the blanks. With others, with whatever. Because that's the part we have control over. We don't have control over all the circumstances. We know that. Mm -mm, mm -mm. But we all kind of know the concept. It's not what happens to us. It's what we do with what happens to us. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the perception perspective game. And I think that's the, you've named it brilliantly, Terry, the ultimate ultimate life skill is the ability to change the perception and the perspective of everything and anything. That's the ultimate life skill. And so to your point of COVID, you looked at COVID differently. We all might've died, but I'm going for a walk. What you've done so much, Rick, truly. Hmm. Oh, thanks. It's been, it's been, and I'm still doing it. Right. Of course. And are there anything that you want to add to let our listeners grasp a little bit more on this whole concept of change? Yeah, well, it might be it might be said a lot, but I think it bears repeating. It's sort of this is sort of Disney, Walt Disney, Steve Jobs. It's we've got to let ourselves dream and imagine because imagination is the source of change, right? I mean, we all experience the iPhone because a person dared to say, by the way, the concept of the iPhone was in somebody's mind before it was made real, right? So the the mind is the designer of everything. And, you know, we get caught in the day-to-day circumstances. And I'm a fan of making this distinction. Most of us are living what I call a managerial life, managing the circumstances as best I can. And God willing, I get to the end of my life and I have a little money in the bank and then I'm going to go play pickleball. (laughs) Nothing wrong with pickleball. No, it's a big thing. It's a huge. I mean, by the way, talk about a made up like, look at that. They made up a new game out of sort of like, don't want to run so much. Anyway, nothing wrong with that life, by the way. I'm not voting that that's a but I'm a guy and, you know, Terry, you and I are in the business of like, we're just not getting through life. We want to live a magnificent life. That's 
we're, it's filled with impact. It's filled with difference making. It's filled with sort of a sense of like, oh my God, I can't wait to do or create what I want to create. So there's managing circumstances life. And then what are the, uh, the opposite is, are you leading your life in a direction you want it to go in? Mm. Leading, managing. And here's the coolest concept. I'm going to kind of bust us all. It's easier to manage what is than it is to design what doesn't exist. It's just easier on the brain, right? Oh, I can deal with that. I have my kids in the school. I manage what is. We all admire the people who make something out of nothing. The Steve Jobs, the Walt Disney. And I believe every human being has the capacity to make something out of nothing. We just don't spend enough time in it. And you and I are in the business and we don't spend enough time talking to a coach about it. Because that's what coaching is about, is talking about the thing that doesn't exist yet, the life that I truly want. And that takes a conversation, that takes intention, and that takes intentional change. And it takes work. And it takes work. And I want to offer, you know, you know, this work word gets very like, oh my God, that's a lot of work. When we're compelled by something, it's not work. It's passion and love. Passion. So one of my tagline is passion and purpose. And, you know, your work can become extraordinary. Yes, correct. You know, most people work to not work. I work to continue to work. But you keep growing. You know, you keep developing, you keep producing. And on that note, I know you're doing an event. Yeah. Tell us about it. And yeah. Tell our listeners if they want to. Thank you. Yeah. So I am a fan. I hope you kind of, you're kind of hearing it in this, everybody. I'm sort of a fan of like, what do you want to do with your life? And what's the impact you want to have with your life? I'm a, I'm a what's the impact you want to have with your life? So when people ask me what I do, I say I'm an impactpreneur. Right. You know, I help entrepreneurs up the impact they want to have, whether you're a coach or a trainer or a speaker. So I have this event. It's a virtual live event, May 10 through 12. I'll give you a minute. I'm going to give everybody the link. We'll get too caught in the details. But its job is to activate, animate and give you some clarity about the impact you want to have with your life and help you actually turn it into a business. Because I believe impact and income our cousins. You focus on impact, income starts to follow. So there's this business development side, but I mostly lead with what's the impact you want to have with your good work in the world. Some of you will think about, I want to write a book. Some of you, I want to take my coaching practice to the next level. For those of you that are coaches, I'm a fan of, you need to be clear on what is your philosophy about life and then tell me you're a coach. So this event is activating what is what do you believe about how this works and helping you get clear about that and putting that into the world so the event is called the green light event the green light event okay green light is this very simple concept from hollywood i come out of the entertainment industry when you have a project or you have an idea it needs to be greenlit by producers meaning we're going to give it energy and money and time and bring it alive so that's the metaphor of the green light event 3 days virtual not going to go into the details right and when the timing but it's 3 days interactive lots of ideas getting you clear and i also bring some entertainers in to edu- you know edutainment you know the concept of education and entertainment together so the greenlightevent.com the greenlightevent.com very simple 
right? It's thegreenlightevent.com, no space. Since we're friends, I want to offer the friend and family rate. And the simplest way to do that, everybody, is when you register, you know, go check out this event, Greenlight event, lots of copy there and a video to watch about what this is about and who I am and why I do this. And then in the registration page, you put save 50, S-A-V-E-5-0. Normally a $97 ticket, this would be a $47 ticket. So save 50 in the, in the little code box. You, you know, when you register, everybody knows when you see that, right? Like there's the little code box, okay? Be honored to have you there. Go check it out. If anybody has questions, they can email me personally, ricktamlin at me.com. You know, more than happy to have a conversation with anybody. So thank you. I guess the question is, how are you going to develop and design your relationship with change? I will leave on that note. Rick, thank you so much. This has been wonderful. A little different and wonderful. Thanks, Terry. Thank you for the good work you do. Thank you for joining the conversation. For related content on extraordinary work, visit my website, trycoaching.com. I'll be back in two weeks with another conversation. If you enjoyed this podcast, Please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and be sure to subscribe to future podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Always remember, when you work with passion and purpose, your work can become extraordinary. Are your investments designed for the life you want to live? If your answer is, oh no, or... I didn't plan that far ahead. You'll definitely want to listen as my next guest, Beth Blecker, financial life planner and CEO of Eastern Planning and an author, lets us in on how she believes it's not just money, it's life.